Arts of Spirituality podcast. This is your host, Myra. This podcast takes us on a journey to finding new ways of spirituality that can help us ascend to our higher self and be one with the universe. Hi, friends. Today, we're going to be talking about life purpose because I have a lot of you guys asking me, how do I find my life purpose? How do I align to my true purpose in life? Or how do we even start? Like once you found out what your life purpose is, where do you start? How do you adjust to that lifestyle? And in all honesty, um, I know a lot of people take it the wrong way when I tell them that they should just be happy. Like be happy and your life purpose is just fall into place. We get so caught up on the idea that our life purpose is this great big design where we have to figure it out in order for us to not reincarnate or in order for us to pay all the debt that we have, all our karmatic death and just move into an accent, move into an extension, like move into our next phase of spirituality, even in the afterlife, right? And we're constantly looking for that. At least for myself, I have always looked into so many different forms of spirituality to find a reflection of me. And a lot of the times I do find a reflection of me. Key little elements of me. I haven't found my full me in just one form of spirituality. There's no way. Even though I'm a priestess of Oshun and I, I associate myself a lot with my religion, the things that I do, I also need espiritismo in my life. I also need paleria in my life. There's also different spiritual senses that need to be developed that are not just the crown chakra or the ori or, you know, our heads kind of thing, which is what Osha and Santeria really is all about. Your ori, your life path, like how, how you're directing yourself. But along those lines, there's also spirit. There's also other entities. There's also your, your responsibility as a human, as a parent, as a sibling, as, as a member of society. You have responsibilities to be good, to be fair with others, to be the best person that you could be for others. And in, in return, obviously, you, you stay away from issues and you stay away from trouble and, and there's less of you steering away from your life path. So you're, you're in a straight path because you are a good citizen, right? Um, or a good parent, a good sibling, etc. So these different aspects of our spirituality are very hard to define when you're first starting because it will feel very overwhelming to even consider that you have to kind of divide yourself into different kinds of roles and play different types of hats. But in our reality, the person that you are inside has those has the ability to put on different hats. Because you have to. You can't treat everybody like you're their sibling. Or you can't treat everybody like they're, they're your spouse or your child. It just doesn't work that way. Different connections come with with different lessons that you have to learn either um, as a parent or as a child. So all of these aspects and all of these hats play a key role into who you are as an individual. But the bigger picture, right? Like the 
the big sores, um, the, the, the web, like they call it, like the spiritual web that we are in. And I think that our life purpose is very complex for us to understand because individually, everybody has a different life path. And your life path could be, you know, 10 missions in one. Or other people could have like 25 to 100 <laughs> missions in one lifetime. Um, this is just what you signed up for and what you wanted to do and achieve with the lessons that you are here to do. So it gets very complex when you're trying to individualize every single life path for everyone. And I say it this way because when I have readings, a lot of people want to ask like, what is my life path? What what should I be doing? Should I be doing something different? Should I be doing something um, new? And how can I align to that life purpose? And in our reality, the only way that you could truly allow yourself to be in the right path is and be in a state of gratitude and be in a state of happiness. Because when you are grateful for the things that you have, you eliminate envy you eliminate partially your ego because your ego gets hurt when you don't have what you want or when when something is not good enough and you are so stubborn about having the things your way and the ego gets in the way kind of thing. Being in a state of gratefulness and allowing that to bring abundance and bring new things to your table because now you are happy with the things that you have. And when you are happy it's the same thing. You're attracting a lot more positive things in your life. And when you combine these two together with love, you know, like everybody in the spiritual community talks about like vibrating in the state of love, right? And in sound healing, it is a big thing to, you know, have your vibrations tuned, right? The biggest one that I have seen that's always out of tune is the heart. For so many people, the heart has always been the bigger issue. I want to say maybe about 90% of the people that I see for sound healing have a heart problem. Like uh, their their heart chakra is out of line. Why? Because society doesn't teach us how to individually love ourselves. Society teaches us to be completely to their standards and not be who we, who we truly are. Like we have to hide away from our true selves because society doesn't accept it and a lot of the times that comes into rejection that comes into the bitterness that stays in the heart the heart chakra so a lot of us have that issue of not being accepted not just by our family members not just by society but sometimes we don't even accept ourselves sometimes we are the ones that are causing our own heart chakra issues or for it to be out of line because we want to be someone so badly that we don't realize that the things and the abilities that we already have are enough for our soul. But our mental state and our human self are constantly saying that we're not good enough for something else. Or we're not good enough to achieve the things that we think we want. Or the things that we think that will actually make us happy. But when we are in... In the state of gratitude and happiness and love, self-love most of all, 
we allow these energies to flow through. We allow the ability to be open enough for spirit to guide us, for entities to guide us, for Mother Earth to guide us. Because when we are in the complete polar opposites of these emotions, we literally close ourselves from someone giving us their hand. And we want to do it on our own and we want to um, achieve things on our own because we've been hurt before and the, the resentment, once again, is still stuck in the heart. The resentment of wanting to do things on your own because you feel like you cannot depend on anybody else or you cannot ask for help because of previous um, letdowns, previous heartaches and previous um, disappointments. And this creates a bitterness in your heart, in your heart chakra. You opening up the channels for all of these things to happen is, is very crucial for our spiritual journey because I feel like sometimes we end up in scenarios that you could be a really good psychic medium. You could do tarot and be so great at it. But, it, but there comes a time where there's kind of like a little conflict within you because you're not understanding why spirit is leading you a certain way or leading you to a certain things or advising you to do certain things and you don't want to do them. And they're looking at you like, why not? This is for your best interest. And there's like conflict that goes around in your head because you're, you are not understanding where, th where the path is going. You're not understanding that they're trying to lead you a certain way and you're being stubborn and you go into a state of of what I would call like a state of shock where you're you're not mobile anymore. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're not as inspired to do what you want to do because you're in a standstill. You're not understanding the purpose of doing certain things anymore. And this is where a lot of you guys are in. A lot of the times, people don't have witchcraft. A lot of people think that they have witchcraft. They really don't. A lot of times, they think that it's like um, a negative spirit or some attachment to them. Or they need a cleaning and all of these things. And not necessarily. A lot of the times, it's just you listening to the advice that your own spirit guides are saying. Because every single person that I know that has gotten a reading with me, I know for a fact that their spirits are already saying, I've been telling him, I've been telling her, I've been showing him this, I've been showing her that, and they're just not listening. The signs are everywhere, but we're so stubborn trying to find quote unquote our life purpose and be so stubborn about it be an idea, the idea that we have created versus allowing the universe to guide us and versus letting the spirits and and the energies just guide us. So we are so, and excuse the word, but we're so anal about getting there so fast because we want to achieve that mission already. And we want to be like, okay, now I can settle in and quote unquote retire. And I have fulfilled everything that I have fulfilled. But at the end of the day, there is no such thing as, as retirement. Even when we do go into our next life, it's a new it's a new lesson that we're going to have to learn then. It's a new phase, a new um, way of doing things and with new tools and new abilities. 
And it's just a mastering of you remembering, not you mastering the abilities and the skills and the things. It's more like, let's remember what it was that we signed up for and achieve those levels and then come right back into um, our higher self, our higher purpose or our higher source and say, hey, it's time for me to level up because I just achieved this level or I just achieved the hardest level in my, my, um, in my whole existence. Not just in this lifetime, but in a hundred lifetimes that I have been in, I have finally achieved this level. So can I ascend now? And I feel like sometimes our higher self looks at us like, if only you knew that you just have to be happy. And I feel like a lot of you guys are probably going to say, well, it's so hard to be happy and it's so hard to maintain a level of happiness because we surround ourselves with friendships that are not um, the best friendships that we, we could have or they don't have the best intentions for us. Um, I mean, even in family, sometimes they don't have the best intentions. Your love life, your relationships, the things that you're going through, there's no perfect relationship. And it's always like, you know, the, the relationships that last the longest will tell you, you have to work at the relationship. It's a constant working with the person to be right, to be happy, to, it, it's not like, okay, we're together, we love each other, and that's enough. No, it's, we're together, we love each other, we're working through every single thing. Like, you as a person are dealing with your own energies, your own healing, your own um, quote-unquote journey to your higher self, your, your, higher, your life purpose, but so are they. And when this confusion or this, this like, I want to be me and I want to find myself and I want to find my happiness because I truly want to be happy and they truly want to be happy, then it feels like you, you guys are bumping heads. Because society has taught us that if you guys are not one, if you are not in a loving relationship in which you guys are both going the same path, the same route, there's no way that love exists. And that's not true. Because you have to be an individual and they have to be an individual. And you guys have to hold hands and walk each other to your happiness. They have to just be like, you know, passenger to your happiness. They can't be the one driving your happiness. And where you're driving is literally to your happiness, your life purpose. They can't drive you there. So when society wants us to think of our marriage or our our partnerships to be one of those like, I help you achieve all of these greatness and you help me achieve all these greatness so we could be in the same path like we have to have our goals the same and all of these things I feel like it sets us up for failure because then you're constantly thinking about how you want to always please the other person and you're constantly on let me see what I could do to help him be the greatest person that he could be And then you forget about yourself. 
And they're trying to help you and they forget about themselves. So what happens then? He's not making you happy. You're not making him happy because happiness comes within. Happiness comes with within yourself. How can you make yourself happy? And I had a conversation with somebody about this recently because they asked me, how do you just become happy? How do you find your life purpose? And it's like the best way that I could describe how you could find who or what makes you really happy is literally try to date yourself. Literally, since society has embedded in our heads that we have to go on dates and explore new things together while you're dating and experience new you know, have new experiences when you're dating and go to new places and all of these stuff, why don't you date yourself? Why don't you go to a restaurant you've never gone to by yourself? Who cares what society says? Why don't you explore yourself? Hey, do I like gaming? Do I not like gaming? Let me try it. Let's see if I do. Why don't you go on a hike? See if that that works out for you. So when we are in in the phases of dating, this is what we do, right? We go into like, hey, what kind of foods do you like? Have you ever tried Indian food? If you haven't, you should try it. Let's go try it. Um, have you ever tried Vietnamese? Have you ever tried sushi? Have you ever gone to, you know, my favorite spot downtown, which is ba 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 ba? Have you ever tried that place? And then just exploring. So finding the time to date yourself, to achieve the inner happiness, to achieve the right path in life, your life purpose, and align to that, is to me, it sounds kind of crazy. Like, let me date myself so I can find my life purpose. <laughs> but, it, but this is the best way that you could really discover you. Especially when you grow up in... in um, in a minority uh, household, like if you're Hispanic, it is shameful for you to have self-exploration as far as like physically. And a lot of, especially women, don't know what it is to explore themselves. And they expect the men to know exactly how you feel or what you want to feel. And we leave it all up to them because it has always been shameful or has been frowned upon your self-exploration. We're taught that we always need a man to be there. Or we always need a significant other to be there. And same thing with men. Men are conditioned to to grow up and and to them it's like, yeah, self-exploration is, is good. Like self-exploration is like praised for a man. For us women, it's a little bit different. And I'm sure with them, like, the things that they get shamed for is their feelings. 
Thank you so much for listening. Share this episode with someone who's on their spiritual journey. And make sure you're following me on all social media platforms. The link to those platforms are in the description. Make sure you guys are following those. Reach out to me if you guys have any questions or concerns. Or would just like to make a comment on the current episode. Thank you guys so much once more. And I hope you guys have a great one.